Yo guys, what's up? This is Kai with Footballers FC, back with another episode. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think I kind of slacked a little bit. You know, I haven't really posted too many uh, podcasts in a while, but I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to build up a habit. I'm trying to build up a habit. So just just rock with me, you know. Just uh, just be patient with me. Um, and yeah, I, I appreciate you guys that are that are listening. You know, I check. You know, I check to see you know who's peeping and who's not. And I, I do see some people, and I do see it all slowly growing. So I just want to say thank you. Um, I really appreciate you guys. I see, I see everything, right? I see everything. <laughs> so um, continuing on, <clears throat> um, I ran. I was on Reddit today, and I saw this post um, involving tryouts. And I mean, I kind of thought tryouts were over. Besides, you know, club tryouts for you know the fall and winter season um that's approaching so i guess that just involves like clubs and you know stuff like that so yeah (laughs) so i'm gonna read off this uh this tryout um so the question is should i try out recently i've been thinking about trying out for my high school soccer team high school i thought the season's over Okay. <laughs> I heard that our soccer team isn't heavily focused on and that making at least JV shouldn't be hard if you put your mind to it. I'm considering trying out for the position of goalkeeper. Okay, okay. I'm a 6'1 sophomore that weighs 210 pounds in case you want a visual. I've never played soccer before, but preseason is soon and tryouts are November 1st. So I have a little less than a month to at least learn the basics. I also heard our team doesn't have much goalies to work with, so I might be able to work with that. But do you think it's a good idea? If yes, how do I start practicing on my own? <laughs> um, you know, I have, I have something to say. Tryouts. Everyone knows the feeling of tryouts. I don't care how old or how much experience you have. Tryouts are always something that can be somewhat nerve-wracking because you don't know what to expect. You don't know how the condition, how the competition is going to be. You don't know how the conditions are going to be, and I mean, you just, you just kind of just go for it. You know, basically everything you've learned and you practice and train for. You know, when you're in those trials, you you just throw it all together and you just go for it. You know, um, it's not like a test or you know a job where you can somewhat strategically work something out. No, you don't know what the test is going to be. You don't know what the trials are going to be. You don't know what's going to happen. So for any player, this could be nervous. And for the simple fact that, you know, when you've never played the sport, it can be it can be 10 times as worse, you know, because you, you don't know anything. And then, you know, like this message here, you know, there's not many goalkeepers. So, you know, you know, that could, they could probably work with that. You know, you're already like trying to make yourself feel better because, you know, you're, you're nervous. Um, my advice for something like that, you know, especially for the position of a goalkeeper, one thing with goalkeepers that they'll never, I, I feel like goalkeepers are always the least desired position. This is just my opinion. I, I could be wrong, but goalkeepers are the least desired position. And that's a good thing because I feel like they, they may not get too much action, but they technically get the most playing time. That's just my personal opinion, um, unless there's like backups and stuff like that. But most of the time at high school levels, especially JV, I mean, you get most playing time. And being a goalkeeper, you can definitely make the most of your, uh, you know, of your of your playing time there. Um, so just kind of getting back to the subject, I say, duh, <laughs> you know, go for it. Why not? The positions are there. You know, that's one thing. 
They need goalkeepers. That's another thing. Other goalkeepers weren't that good or, you know, just didn't want to do it or however it may be, you know, that's another thing. And you've never played soccer. Um, at a JV level, it's not that big of a deal. Um, JV, you know, it's just basically just having fun and just working with the fundamentals. Um, you know, it's it's a different environment than varsity. Um, so JV, you know, just go there and just, you know, have a good vibe with the team. And I say the more comfortable you get to get with the teammates, the more easier things are going to be. So, you know, when you see the coach, introduce yourself, um, you know, and, you know, shake his hand, look him in the eyes and say, I look forward to playing, playing with your team, you know. And just by introducing yourself, you've already... You know, put that in his head, like, okay, like, this is a player that I want to keep keep an eye on. You know, he's showing, you know, leadership skills. You know, he's showing that he he's ready to take this challenge, you know. Um, so you already kind of took his attention from there. And then just by introducing yourself to the teammates, you know, and or just the people that are trying out with you, um, that will definitely make you more comfortable. You don't have to necessarily, necessarily tell them you've never played soccer. I mean, you can if you want, um, if that's what makes you make you more comfortable. But just talking to them would always help. Um, normally at the JV level, um, from what I know, they don't really do cuts, um, honestly. So <laughs> it's not too much you have to worry about that. JV is kind of like anyone can play as long as they, they try and they work hard, you know. So you don't have to, don't stress or, you know, don't think too much about these tryouts. Um, and, you know, just... When you're new to becoming a goalkeeper, you definitely have to study the game. When I say study the game, and I've said this in, in my, my um, past podcast, you want to study the game, understand how the game works, how it functions, the rules. On Because I've seen goalkeepers that I've never played before, or even, yeah, that I've never played before. And let's say, you know, one of their fullbacks will give a back pass. You know, and you know what the goalkeeper will do? The goalkeeper will pick up the ball. You can't do that. <laughs> so, you know, learn the rules. Um, understand what a goalkeeper does and what is the objective of a goalkeeper. So really educate yourself into the position if you're really serious about, you know, just being put on the team. Just showing a slight bit of knowledge into your position will go a long way because it'll show, um, It'll show on your attitude, you know, as you play or as the game goes on, you know what you need to do, you know what you can do, and that that already gets you to a right start. Um, and then on top of that, what I told a lot of people, you know, when it comes to learning the game, goalkeeper positioning is so important. I feel like goalkeeper positioning and, you know, just being able to read the game and your reflexes are, you know, at, at, just starting in JV goes a long way. JV level, you're not... You're not going to be going against like crazy, you know, high scoring players that that's for varsity. You know, you're going to be going against people like you or that maybe have had a few months or maybe a few years in the game. And, you know, they're going to be just like you. So don't think that you're going to go against like a, you know, like a Holland or Mbappe or a Neymar or a Ronaldo. I mean, they might have that one strong foot. You know, you, you'll get a couple players like that. But over, I mean, but like all in all. You're not going to be going against someone too crazy, you know, so don't stress yourself out on that. Um, and, you know, just kind of going back to, you know, the goalkeeping position, once you understand and educate it, that helps out a lot. It, it really, really does because you know what you need to do. Watch matches. Watch matches. Do not watch highlights. Do not watch highlights. Highlights are cool if you want to know how to make the right saves, but, you know, usually highlights will show some dramatic saves that may not happen every single time in the game. 
Um, but as simple as like someone, you know, shooting a, a low ball, you know how to crouch down and scoop it up. Um, you know, when the ball is coming over your head, you have to know how to, you know, just kind of smack it over the over the um, over the bar. Um, if you're not able to catch it, um, your landing has to has to be right. Um, your diving has to be precise and how you move your legs. You know, it, it's it's more technical um, than that. So definitely, you know, definitely watch matches that way. You, and just pay attention to the goalie because the goalies, they do a lot of things. And some people don't know that. Um, and if you've ever played soccer or even at a, at a serious level, you know, goalies do a lot of fucking work. Like, you know, you know, they're constantly screaming and I'm not saying it in a way to be rude, but they're, they're constantly screaming and shouting um, whether, whether it's to keep a player's confidence, if a player is slacking or being lazy for them to fucking bring their asses back and come back to defense. Um, if, you know, you see an unmarked player, you call out to your teammates to mark this guy. So goalkeepers are constantly, constantly talking. You know, they're telling the team when to push up, when to drop back, when to slide to the left or move to the right, you know, when to overlap. There's a lot of communications, um, especially someone is being stupid. Dude, what are you doing? Just focus on the ball, not the player. That's why he keeps going past you. Like, you, you know, it, it's a lot of communication. And I promise you, this really helps out the team. And that's a big thing because when you shout out and you and you talk to your teammates and you kind of you're kind of constructing everything you know you're kind of like the the composer in like a, a music recital or, or music concert tournament shit i don't know you know the guy the little wand thing that makes all the movements and stuff and they just sing according towards it or whatever that's you you know there is the captain but then there, there's you you know you orchestrate everything because you see everything you see the entire vision on the field you 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 have the bird's eye view you know, um, so definitely just work on communication and learning how to just shout and just how to move the team. But know what you're talking about. You know, don't if you see like I said, if you see an unmarked player, let your teammate know there's an unmarked player. Um, if you see, you know, your opposing team, um, the opposing player making a run, you'll let let your guy know like, yo, this guy's making a run through here. You'll, you know, or mark him or, or hold, you know, don't don't sprint towards him. Try to take the ball. Hold, 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 hold. Call for a double team, double, double, double. You know, it's it's things like that. And it's a lot of communication that goes in towards the goalkeeper. And when all that goes well, the your players make your job easier. You know, they make easier saves for you. That's why if you ever watch a match and, you know, it seems like an easy goal that was scored on the goalie and he gets mad at the players, that's because he most likely communicated with that guy um, and he didn't listen. <laughs> and, you know, the goalie got scored on and so he's pissed. So it's a lack of communication that usually happens, and that's why you see the reaction of the goalkeepers getting pissed. Or, you know, it could just be sim simple bad defense, um, either one or the other. So definitely just practice on, you know, and the only way you can really give out demands and know what to say is by reading, is by watching matches and understanding the play. Um, so I would just say educate yourself, you know, watch two to three matches a day, um, two to three matches a day. On the weekends, you know, play FIFA, be a goalkeeper and put it on the hardest level ever and just learn on positioning. Um, the positioning is very important. Learn how to cut down angles on, on you know, on your opponents so it makes them a tougher shot. Um, you know, your body does a lot to them. You know, soccer is, is can also be a psychological game. Um, even though that goalpost is big, you know, you by making yourself big, you know, in front of goal, it intimidates players and it messes with their minds. Um, so just educate yourself on the game, learn the positioning, um, and you should be good.
in terms of act and then i mean also by watching you you'll pay attention to how they how they block how they catch a ball how they punt um just everything really and i'm gonna say youtube is your best friend youtube is definitely your best friend um and in terms of you know just making your saves and like you know how can you practice and train for it i would say practice on your reflexes grab a tennis ball and just find a wall and you know just throw it and just try to catch it throw it catch it throw it catch it in various ways um and on top of that try to grab a partner or 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 a friend that can help you out have them stay behind you and just you know have them throw the ball or a tennis ball let it be a tennis ball tennis ball behind your back as it hits up against the wall so you don't know where the ball is going to go that will test your reflexes on top of that it's just kind of tough as a goalkeeper because you can't do too much um as far as just a, a normal you know player midfield forward defender where everything is basically just ball related um besides fitness um you're you have a little bit more on your plate because you have to work on diving diving catching punting um it, it ball punching i mean it, it's a lot you know you guys have a, a heavier heavier plate um but like i said just trying out for jv um as long as you know how to do those things and you know how to apply you should be good so try to work with someone that can help um have someone go outside with you and take shots um ball against the wall hit a ball as it comes back try to catch it with your hand or you know make sure your legs and shins are protected um if you're on concrete and just try to get on kneeling and scooping the ball um and then just work on your on your fitness you know hitting the gym running some laps um, just have your fitness going, you're jumping, all that, you know, it's, it's a lot, but you have time. <laughs> it's the beginning of October. You know, you have like two months, um, a month. If you work on it every single day, um, and just dedicate hours and hours, you know, finish your schoolwork, knock that out the way, um, and just get to work, start grinding. You know, even while you're at school, if you're on lunch break, look up some matches and, and just learn from there. I don't know what you're doing in class, but you know, go on Google, look up how to be a better goalkeeper and just learn. We're so lucky nowadays where we have technology, you know, and we can just look up anything and we can find it. So take that to your advantage and then apply that to the field and you should be good. All right. So you'll, you'll be all right. Just work hard. Don't give up. Show strong attitude and you'll be good. All right. Um, so do I have any more advice? No. Yes. No, 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 I don't. Um, <laughs> that's it. So um, if you guys enjoy that um subscribe to the podcast love you guys appreciate everything you guys are doing and yeah peace you're what's up guys this is kai with footballers fc here with another episode so i'm just gonna get right into it i'm not gonna waste you guys time so if you guys are doing anything that's cool feel free to just you know put me on like an echo or like an alexa or something um i mean alexa is an echo but on something on bluetooth where you guys could just kind of walk around the house put the headphones in and just kind of just chill out um i got you guys i'm gonna take care of you guys um so yeah don't yeah 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 that's uh that's what we're gonna do today you know we're gonna rock out to some to some podcast soccer advice talk type of stuff yeah i like that it's nice it's nice all right, so super quick, I was hopping on Reddit today, you know, and I peeped this question, and I have a story to go with this, and I, <laughs> I'm remembering it, and I just, man, I'm super, super excited 
I'm super geek to actually talk about this. Um, so this person on Reddit had put, <clears throat> you know, I'm going into a soccer trial soon in a really high division, and I've never been to a soccer trial before. Sheesh. Could someone tell me exactly what they do in a soccer trial? Like, do they put everyone on teams and then choose who they want and don't want based on performance? Or do they also do drills like, for example, dribbling a ball through cones? Like, could someone please tell me exactly what they do in a soccer trial just so I can be prepared? Yo. Yo, quick shout out, quick shout out. If <laughs> if there's anyone that has that remembers the first time they tried out for a high a high competitive soccer team, like a high club team or just a club team in general. Everyone knows it's a different different atmosphere. Even in college, high school, college, middle school club, I mean it's a, it's a dim- it's a different atmosphere. It's a lot more serious, a lot more professional. Extremely fast, very very high intensity. Um so Yo, if anyone remembers, yo, you guys know. To everyone that's new and has never been in this position or tried out yet, your time is coming. Okay, I'm telling you, your time is coming. <laughs> so, um, so this guy's asking about how are soccer trials at, at a high level? I have played at you know high levels all the time, um, in competitions and tryouts to try to make the team. There's been moments where I did not make the team. There are moments where I did. So I took W's and L's, so I know it from both sides. You know, there was one moment where it was a specific team that was a very high level. And I would say I tried out maybe two or three times. I didn't make the team. And um, the last time I tried out, I made it. Um, And I mean, other teams, I've tried out and I've made it. So it it all depends. But I I can tell you from my experience because I've I've experienced it on both sides of the fence, you know, um, through both ways. And when you've never been in a higher level soccer environment the best way i can say it's it's a culture shock you know it's a huge culture shock and you're just like yo what the fuck is going on your brain is like just worrying around like what what what?" because everything's moving so fast and you see these players that have been on these teams and they just they just know what the fuck they're doing you know all these players that have tried out before they it's like they know what they're doing they know what to expect um they have a whole different attitude they have a, a a more how can i say professional attitude um, and even the coaches, you know, you, you can see how how much they're scrutinizing and analyzing and looking at these players, you know, from as far as their, their touch to their communication, to their teamwork, to their leadership skills. And they, they're analyzing. And you see them with the, with the you know, arms crossed and the, and the, note, and the little um, notepad with them or whatever, the little note thing, wood thing that you put the paper on. I, clipboard. There you go. And, you know, they're all in their jumpsuits and stuff. And it can be very intimidating. So walking in, it's going to be intimidating. I'm just going to be straight up. Um, I'm going to be very upfront with you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's going to be very, very intimidating. You're going to get bur- you're gonna get butterflies. That's normal. You're going to get nervous. You might even have the shits and you have to go to the bathroom. So just, you know, make sure you go to the bathroom. You empty everything out of you, even when you have to go pee. Empty out everything um, and come to practice because a lot of players do come. And they get really nervous, and I promise you, it exists. And people throw up. Um, people have to go to the bathroom, and you know, it just it just throws off the vibe. So just make sure you're good um, before you come up there. Make sure you're 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 in a good mindset. Um, make sure you went to the bathroom. Make sure you didn't eat like 10, 20 minutes before. You just want to make sure you're you're all set to go. When you get there, it's a different environment. You know, maybe the grass isn't playing grass. Maybe it's turf. You know, maybe it's on a on a turf field. Maybe it's on a really nice soccer, you know, soccer field of, with, that's with grass. Um, it's going to be a lot nicer. 
Um, it's going to be a lot cleaner. And you're going to see the coaches. You're going to see players. And you're going to notice these players are pretty good. You know, I know there's been times where, even with me, where, where I've played before, the competition wasn't that good. So I was like a top player, you know. And then driving, you know, an hour, hour and a half or two hours to another place. Let me actually be honest. Three hours to another place. And seeing, yo, on the other side of the world, this this competition is really high, you know, and, and you're seeing that. You can see it in the technicality of the players, and you're like, okay, and you're obviously, you're, you're like, the first thing you do is you compare yourself to the other players, like, yo, this guy's really technical. Wait, he's right foot, but did he just pass with his left? Dude, look at his hair. Whoa, how do you get those cleats? You know, you, you see that stuff, you know, oh, man, he, he has the wristbands on, you know, the tape and all the wrist tapes and everything, and you're like, oh, shit, like, this is serious, you know? <laughs> So when you walk on, that's what you're going to experience. And walking on like that, you know, the best thing I can say is you just have to have the right mindset. I can't tell you and you're automatically going to be that way. That's just something that's just going to have to take time. You have to know that at least when you get there, you're going to be nervous. And that's okay. And it's the same thing, you know, with every game. Everyone has those, you know, those those pregame jitters, you know. But once the ball starts rolling... It goes from there. You forget everything. You get that little boost of adrenaline, and you play your game. Um, and that that's just the mindset you have to think, you know, before you even get there. You know, everything's going to go away. Those nerves you are going to go away because it's only going to be you, the ball, your team, and the people you're going against, you know. Um, so, yeah, so getting there, you're going to feel that way, and that's fine. I would say before you get there, in the car right there, work on some deep breathing. Try to do some slight meditation. Listen to some music um, that you like. That's just going to calm you down. Um, I don't know if you have any type of handheld game. Use that, you know, just to get your mind off of it. When you step out, pretend you're stepping out on, on the bus, like how the players do before a game. And, you know, you go there. Be confident. Be strong. Don't show that you're nervous. Um, but understand that you're going to feel that way. And that what you're feeling is normal. Um, so I would say that getting on, um, you tell them your name, you sign up. I don't know how it works for you guys. Um, but in terms of, you know, getting on the field, warm up, warm up, get there, um, start doing your stretches. Um, stretching is very, very important. Get a few quick, quick jogs or, or, or jumps. You know how Ronaldo warms up, um, but just kind of get your body warm and, and flexible. You'll see other players doing that. Don't pay attention to those players that are just sitting on the, on the bench and they're just talking and chatting or on their phone. Yo, fuck those guys. They, they're going to get cramps later on. You know, they're not going to perform to their best. Flex, flexibility is very important, especially when you're, you're adapting to a new environment, you know, where maybe if you're playing a lower level, maybe you didn't need to really stretch like that, you know, because it was just, you know, it's whatever. But at a high level, you want to stretch. Your muscles are going to be pushed, pulled in different directions at very high, intense paces in different directions in little seconds, um, and you're gonna you're gonna feel it. Um, that's why I want to say, big thing too is your fitness, because even if you don't do too well on the ball or too well on the game, you at least want to be match fit, you know. Because if anything, coaches could use you. I don't want to say that. I don't say like that though. But I mean, let's let's be real. Coaches can use you to, you know, give the other player a break, you know, maybe a star player a break or uh, or um, a player that's more preferred in the position a break. And you just kind of run and maybe put pressure on the defense, um, give off a few passes to kind of keep the rhythm going. And that is fine. The biggest thing about that is you're, gi- you're given chances. 
take those chances because it'll pay off. You might give that winning pass. You might score that winning goal. He might see that you're a real leader and you're, you're helping your team by communicating and talking to them. And he says, okay, how about I give them a bit more minutes? And that's going to encourage you to keep working harder and harder. And you may even take that player's position and he may be on the bench. I don't know about that, but, you know, don't make sure you're, mat, you're match fit. Um, yo, simple YouTube search, how to be match fit for soccer. Um, Google, I mean, it's all there. Uh, I shouldn't really have to really, you know, go through everything. Um, but really, your, your fitness, stamina, um, your agility, changing in directions in, in little seconds, and your acceleration. So starting from a slow pace and then sprinting and, you know, and getting your fastest speed in, in little seconds are, are really important. So fitness is a big thing. If you have your fitness, if you, if you train and work on your fitness, going to a soccer trial shouldn't be that bad. Even at a high level, because you know you can at least keep up with the competition. But understand that they're still going to push you to a high degree that you're not used to. Um, but don't stress about it and just always give your best. In terms of drills, um, from what I know, they do simple things like uh, give and goes. Um, they might have like uh, two lines, so maybe four players on one side, four players on the other. And you just kind of pass back and forth and rotate, you know, things like that. Um, and there may be a game of um, keep away. You know, a monkey in the middle. I don't know whatever you guys call them. Where someone's in the middle and the, there's you know like five, six players around in the circle, and you're just trying to work hard and, and just you know grab the ball. Um, you know, Barcelona are really famous for it. A lot of teams have adopted to it. You know, the Pep Guardiola stage. Um, you know, with Barcelona, he did it all the way to Man City. Bayern do it. Um, so it's a very simple drill. PSG does it. So definitely, that can definitely be a big drill. Um, and, you know, 1v1s, um, shots on goal towards the goalkeeper, um, set pieces, corners and headers, um, fitness test, <laughs> the beep test. If you don't know what the beep test is, look that up, the beep test. Um, you can search that on, on, on YouTube. It's hell, um, but that might be something. Um, sim- something as, as running lines um, to just see who can last longer in terms of stamina um, and, and speed. And small-sided games, 5v5, 6v6, um, full-sided games, full-sided matches, um, just scrimmages. Um, it can go as far as that. Um, and that's pretty much the gist of how these are going to be. Um, my, first, my first experience really, really going through that, I would say I was going out for my first um, college, college showcase. And when I got there, man, you saw all these players from different states um different states um different countries uh all these club players um from like the mls teams these players were there and man i was like intimidated i was like oh shit like it's about to go down you know but i didn't really trip too much because i also prepared um i prepared a long long time so i was more so i wasn't nervous but i was more so ready to just play and just show my show the coach how it was but I got there it was an indoor field um like an indoor training field because it was it was in at a university um turf field people had like the nicest cleats had their bags um had their little um what do you call it little fits and stuff like that to show off their clubs um people were speaking different languages you know people were practicing and like what they were just messing around the ball was just like zooming back and forth and you just hear these hard noises of them just smacking the ball and I'm like, yo, like, uh, <laughs> you know, 
And, you know, one of the drills we had were just, you know, running lines and sprinting. Um, the only thing was he never told us when to stop. So, the, you know, we would go, everyone's in good spirit and stuff like that. And, you know, going back and forth and running lines, it's cool. Just keep a decent pace with the rest of the team and you're good. And then it just kept going and going and going and going. And, you know, my legs just started feeling more and more heavier. Um, they started burn My calves started burning. And it got to the point where I couldn't even, I was struggling to finish up. Um, that was really, really, really tough. Um, <laughs> I ended up finishing up though, but man, that was, that was a drill that happened. And then, you know, monkey in the middle played that, um, it was like six, six feet, six feet two. So two people in the middle against six players. Um, and you're just trying to get the ball. The quickest thing to win that drill, um, when you're in the middle, cut down angles and work with your team as like a gate. Like you guys are just a gate together or a fence together and just angle you guys yourself to cut down the angles. Um, and it goes as far as a little bit of prediction on where you think the ball is going to go, just based off of their body um, or their, their feet position, but also cutting down your angles and sprinting towards it um, and kind of just blocking off your legs so they can't pass it through is the key to that. Working together as a team. Um, if you're by yourself, you just have to put pressure and cut down angles. Um, make them uncomfortable to pass the ball. If you are outside and you're with the team and you're passing the ball around, just know where you're going to pass it before the ball gets to you. Like every time it gets to any player that's not you, just think of, well, what's going to happen if the ball is ever played to me? Where am I going to move it? You want to take a quick, quick glance on where the defender is positioned in the middle and who's available to move the ball to. Um, so it's all in terms of just quick thinking and anticipation. Um, and then from there, everything else is pretty much technical. And if you've already practiced the game, you already know how to play. Um, or even if you have an idea, it's all simple stuff. Shooting at goal, um, headering, um, set pieces, maybe free kicks. I, I, I doubt it, though. Um, maybe free kicks. Uh, maybe practicing your corner, practicing corner kicks. Uh, 1v1s, which will test your dribbling skills. Um, and they always have the little cone thing, too, which... Normally happens in, in high school levels, high school, middle school levels, elementary. But as you start moving up, though, I don't, I don't really think they do too many on, on cones because they know every player, most players can do that already, just to be honest. Um, but those would be, would be doing the only difference is that it would be at a very intense level and extremely fast and very aggressive. These players will knock you. They will knock you. They will grab you. They will pull on you. And you have to be ready for that physically. If you've never really been into the physical altercations where you're bumping and, 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 and budging and nudging them and, you know, holding on to them. Um, it's going to happen when you get to that level um, because everyone's fighting for a place and that's just how the game is played nowadays. So you have to be ready for that. Um, so, yeah, so kind of just, just wrap up everything. How do you prepare for a high-level soccer trial? The only way you can prepare is, not the only way, but... Ways you can prepare is just mentally putting in your head to just be confident and to be strong. Understand how you're going to feel, that you're going to be nervous, and you're going to have butterflies, and that's okay. Um, since it's before the soccer trials, just make sure you're physically fit. Understand the, that the speed of play is going to be intense. The only way you can improve your speed of play, which I'm just throwing in this tidbit, the only way you can improve your speed of play is playing at higher levels. Playing at higher levels or just working on your technical skills, a ball in the wall, Pass, move as quick as you can. Um, every time you get a ball, look around and, and just keep hitting it off the wall. Um, but the only way you'll, you'll really get 
they're quicker um, is just playing at higher levels. So know that the higher level is going to be fast. Um, and that's going to help with anticipation. So knowing when you're going to receive the ball, that there's a chance you can receive the ball and where you're going to distribute it. If you get a ball, are you going to take a shot? Are you going to cross it? Are you going to switch fields? You know, are you going to give a one-two? Know what to do before you get the ball. And that'll give you an edge um, in terms of tryouts. So just have the right mentality. Relax. Meditate before a tryout. Have it works. Go to the bathroom. Empty out all your systems. Make sure you're hydrated. Um, when you get there, stretch. You know, stretch as much as you can. Get some, get some warm-ups. Um, run back and forth, get some jocks going in, get your blood going. Um, from there, um, if you've already practiced on your technical skills, your shooting, crossing, finishing, and your dribbling, you should be good for whatever comes to you. Um, when it comes to drills, watch how the other players are doing it before it's your turn, just to have a good idea. Um, you do that, keep your composure, and you should be good. Um, if you don't make it, that's okay. You can always try again or try for another team. Um, or just know what you're doing wrong and just work on it. Uh, if you make it, know that you have to step up twice as hard because you're going to have other people fighting for your position. All right? So um, that's it for today. This is Kyle Footballers FC. And yeah, peace.